who told you that that sweater look was it? Because it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jess, but damn, girl. Your style is <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to season two of Millennial TV and season two of Laguna Beach. As always, we are your hosts, Candice, Adrian, and Liz. And we hope you all had a lovely holiday season and that you missed us as much as we missed you. I am so freaking excited that we finally made it here. Season two is definitely my favorite and I can't wait to break it all down with you guys. Today we are recapping Laguna Beach season two, episode one, since you've been gone. If you want to follow along with us, we do this every week and you can watch on Paramount Plus in the US or CTV in Canada. Before we get into today's episode, let's talk about what we did over the winter break. So what were you guys up to? I got a week off of work, which was awesome. Our company shuts down for the whole week, so we kind of just like chill and relax. And my sister flew in from Toronto with her dog. So my dog and I had a walking buddy and play buddy all week. And it really actually felt like we were back in like high school and winter break because we you know, slept really late, we played games, we watched movies, we like slept in in the mornings. It was just so freaking cool. That's awesome. So cozy. Yeah. And I like got so sad at the end of the week because I'm like, damn, now we got to go back to real yeah. life again. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst part of it all. It is the worst. Yeah. I honestly, I caught up on all my sleep and it was amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm a nap girly, so it was super nice. <laughs> we didn't get any snow and I was like uh, so bummed. Us either. Yeah, I was so bummed, but we're supposed to get a huge storm this weekend. Like, not huge, but we're supposed to get like six to ten, which is like. That's a lot. Like six to ten inches. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, like, you know, not bad. Yeah. So, I'm like excited. I'm kind of upset that it's not like during the week so that I could like possibly get a snow day off of yeah. work. Yeah. But nice. <laughs> I'm good. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because it's kind of still almost, you know, just the beginning of the new year. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I lots of sleep. I indulged myself and bought myself a lot of Christmas presents. What was your favorite? So let's go around and say what was your favorite <laughs> present that you got. That I Either bought myself or that someone got. Or me. someone else. <laughs> my favorite. Okay. So my favorite thing that I bought myself is, okay, so. I became obsessed with Little Women mm-hmm. over the break because of Timothy Chalamet and Florence Pugh. I'll just okay. fully admit it. I watched the Greta Gerwig movie for the first time. I've never been interested in Little Women ever in my life, and I'll tell you why. Because it was Joey Potter's favorite book in Dawson's Creek, and I thought that that was so stupid that that was her favorite book. And I never had any interest, and then it just kept showing up on my TikTok, and I was like, I gotta watch this movie because Timothy Chalamet is so cute and um what? he's okay. so cute he's like a little like cute little dork emo like, I love it. <laughs> like not like not like i want to like be with him he's not just, like i like, think he's right cute. He's, he's just, just like horrible yeah. Yeah. okay he's okay just, like not yeah so i was like i'm gonna watch and i love florence Pugh. she's perfect in every capacity i freaking love her so i was like i'm gonna watch this movie and i live and die for little women now <laughs> so i bought myself this very cool. It's the book, but it's like a special edition, and it has handwritten and hand folded letters and manuscripts, dude. <laughs> in the, wow. in like yeah, folded in, and it's the coolest thing. It is like the most beautiful thing to have on your shelf. You get like literal like handwritten letters from like Joe wow. to Lori, and like it's so cute. 
and it's my favorite thing that I I bought myself. Just awesome. Wait, I'm sorry. Are these so I don't know anything about this movie. Are they real people? No. Okay, so Louisa May Alcott wrote it, and it is based off of her life with mm, her sisters, mm-hmm. but it's not like the characters are fake. But they ah, but yeah. a lot of letters get written like it's like you know, it's in the olden days, mm-hmm. so like yeah, it's like <laughs> they're based like writing off letters to each other story. and like yeah, yeah, but it's very sweet. It's like very it's like Gilmore Girls. It just like it feels like a fall hug. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what little women feels like. <laughs> the love story, like I can't, I can't even talk about it. And any other little women stands out there, you'll understand me. Um, but <laughs> it's very lovely. And so that's my favorite present that I got myself. <laughs> okay. Because you said that, I feel like I gotta add that to my list. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I haven't cute, seen it. I swear, it's so cute. <laughs> but we had a really good time in Big Bear. It was not cold enough to actually snow, but we did go tubing and stuff. So we did get to like be in the snow for a little bit. But no, it was awesome. We basically just stayed in the cabin almost the entire time. And we had a hot tub, which was outside. So that was really nice to be able to sit out in the hot water in like, you know, 30 degree weather. So that was really fun. Yeah. And we just like, hung out and played games there was like a pool table and stuff and we did some uh late night christmas karaoke so that's always fun (laughs) Um, fun yeah i think my favorite gift my mom actually got me was so three uh like kitchen dish towels but on each one she had sent recipes that were handwritten by my grandma and then one of my aunts who has passed away recipes printed on the towel dishes oh that's so special yeah so it's like in their handwriting and it's really cool because like on my grandma's it's rice pudding recipe and like a couple of the things are like she like would scratch out a word and like rewrite something different Aww. and stuff like that so it was like really like that like here it is printed on that. this yeah it was like super special such a good idea yeah and so like totally and your unexpected. mom's so cool I know to know how to do that yeah I was like <laughs> yeah. whoa like I didn't even know somebody could do that so I'm trying to figure out a way to frame them because obviously I don't want to use them as kitchen towels for real but I want to frame them and like hang them in the kitchen somehow that is so cute I know I know I love that idea I've always wanted to vacation for like a holiday but like I never have but that seems really awesome. Yeah it was nice to be able to just be with everybody and not have to be like okay now we're going to so-and-so's house and you know doing all that and we were just all there and we didn't have to go anywhere if we didn't want to. Were your girls like is Santa gonna come here? (laughs) Yes and we did we we told them that we let Santa know where we were gonna be and all that stuff and (laughs) we do most of our gifts from mom and dad and then we do like one big Santa gift for each of them so that's smart yeah Charlie got a scooter and Sloan wanted a giant blue snake so she got a big snake I know like a stuffy oh a snake I thought you said snake oh I heard snake I know I was like (laughs) that would be weird you got her a blue snake (laughs) yes no yeah so no it was good they were totally cool with it and it was fun because their cousin who she's uh six years old they had like a kid's room that they all slept in together and like the room had a tv so so that was really cool for them and And they all got along yes they did and they slept all in the same you know charlie and then their cousin alessia they slept in the same bed together every single night and i was shocked at that but they did it every night it was so awesome so that's awesome yeah Okay, well, my favorite gift is going to sound so consumeristic. Is that a word? I have no idea, but it's totally not sentimental right after you, Liz. But I got a Shark Beauty. It's not the air wrap. 
but it's like the air wrap equivalent because I really wanted that Dyson, but I'm not spending like $700 or something on that. And so I got my boyfriend a new office chair and he bought me the Shark Beauty wrap styler. What is that called? The hair styler. So, I mean, did I kind of buy my own gift? Kind of. I mean, we kind of exchange what we wanted, but I buy myself Christmas gifts every year. I don't care. Like, you know, like it's it's that time of the year. You should buy yourself. Yeah, it's such a slippery slope, though. I buy one thing and I'm like, I deserve this and I deserve that, and then I just spend way too much money. Yeah, I have that problem when I'm shopping for other people Mm because I literally am the person that's like, I like that for me. I do that too. Yeah, I want it. Yep. And like so, but I did really good this year because I. I shopped for everybody that I was going to shop for like way early. So I had everything done pretty much like after Black Friday. Nice. And so everything I bought after that was just for me. (laughs) (laughs) And it was awesome. That's the thing. Like I never know what to ask for because anything that I really want, I just buy for myself. Mm -hmm. You get. So it's kind of like I don't like just get me like a gift card or like I'm not like a sentimental person. Like just get me like because I will just buy it. Right. You know. (laughs) now that I've gotten older I'm like get me a gift card just give me money like I love that but before I would have been like oh that's so non-personal like gift cards are bad but I love a gift card now I never know what to ask for it's like again I wanted that little woman book so I bought it (laughs) (laughs) that's the beauty of getting your own paycheck you know yeah Merry Christmas to me the season two premiere is pretty long, so we've decided to split it into two parts. So this is part one, and next week we'll be bringing you part two. So before we even start the episode, I need to tell you guys about the commercial on the season two DVD. <laughs> it was for an online game called Live Laguna Beach, <laughs> where you create a character and chat with friends at Pomodoro's <laughs> and hang out at Laguna Surf and Sport. And as far as I can tell, it's like a really bad graphics Laguna Beach theme to Sims. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and I, it was like interactive. You could like meet other people as your Laguna Beach character <laughs> online. And I was like, that is epic. Yeah. And I wish that I had like done that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I never did. And I'm laughing that like the cool thing was to hang out at Laguna Surfing Sport and chat with yeah. friends at Pomodoros. <laughs> I'm like, this is just what normal teenagers were doing. Like, it's so funny. And I can't imagine what the cast actually thought of that. I just thought that oh, was so yeah. funny when I popped in my DVD. I'm like, I have to mention this because it's so funny. Well, and I wonder if anyone actually did it. Like, did yeah. anyone show up to hang out on this virtual site? Like, I know. That, that it, would be so funny. If anyone listening has played this live laguna beach please reach out to us on instagram or reddit or email us and let us know your experience playing this game because i am so curious (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm still surprised that i never played because i'm such a big sims player and like it seems right up my alley but i must have never seen the commercial to be honest i must have never paid attention well, also looked like a much worse version of The Sims, so we probably saw it and was like, yeah, I'm sticking to The Sims. Yeah, I'll just take my Sim to the beach. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so first things first, we got to talk about the title card. It's the same one we know and love. The people, the locations, and the drama are real, but this one was filmed over an eight-month period, while season one was a six-month period. So it's interesting that there seemed to be enough drama to hold them there for two whole months extra. 
So I find that really interesting, which is probably, I don't know, season two is jam-packed. So I can totally picture Mm -hmm. them being like, oh, we got to hang on to these kids for a little bit longer. Or I don't know if maybe it was just really popular and they wanted more content. But I just thought that was really interesting. We start off with a bang. Brand new voice, Miss Kristen, is introducing us to Laguna Beach this season. And she's just finished her senior year at Laguna Beach High School. And she says her and her friends rolled the school. And it's a shot of her and all of her super hot friends. And I so believe that they ruled the school because they are incredibly hot in comparison <laughs> to Lauren and her friends. Like, I put the words hot to trot because <laughs> I can't explain it. They're just, they're bad girls. Like, yeah. they're badass. Yes, yep. they have that bitchy, like, attitude, whereas Lauren and Lo just kind of came off, like, nice sweet right girls next door yeah like don't want to say anything bad in front of my mom and dad on television like yeah you know really sweet girls but Kristen Alex and Jessica just come off like these bad bitches that were like (laughs) partying and doing whatever they wanted and it is like such a contrast and to the point where I was like yes Mm -hmm. this season like I love it like I just got so excited I'm wondering if that's how people felt watching season two without having seen season one that was me yeah like did you feel that way oh yeah I mean (laughs) even them walking down the street you're like whoa who are these girls but it was like the way that they walked they just looked they exude confidence is what it is yes like they're just very confident girls and they're super hot I would be confident too like they look good So Kristen introduces us to Jessica, who is Kristen's best friend, and we do know her from season one. Kristen says that with both of their exes off at college, Kristen's being Steven and Jessica's being Dieter, it was their year to hang out with some new boys, but of course they had some competition. So we then meet Alex M for the first time, and Kristen introduces her as a drama queen. Then she elaborates and says when she isn't acting in the school plays, she's making a play for Jessica's boyfriend, which, ouch, what an (laughs) awful way to be memorialized on television. Like, MTV really wasn't messing around with character archetypes this season. Like, they were really just throwing everybody into molds, and I feel kind of bad for Alex. Like, nobody wants to be known as the boyfriend stealer right off the bat. I felt so bad. It was like MTV was like, you will immediately dislike this person. (laughs) So I felt, yeah. And I, you know what, I didn't like Alex. I thought she was really abrasive and bold, and I was like, stay away from some other girl's boyfriend, Mm -hmm. you know? But again, the timelines are always really fishy, and we never really know what was going on. I mean, and there's kind of a character arc in it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, by the end of the season, it flips around, but... Right. That is a really funny uh, persona to start off with. (laughs) So then, of course, we get Jason's introduction, and Kristen introduces him as Laguna's very own bad boy. She says she warned Jessica about him and that he is so hot, but such a heartbreaker. Guess it takes one to know one. (laughs) I love how honest she is about herself. (laughs) Like, it's awesome. Then we get another talent introduction, even though we know him already. Kristen says that Jason is best friends with Talon and that they always stick together. And I really wonder if they were legitimately like best friends or if MTV just just stuck them together for the sake of the show. Making sense. Because Jason is best friends with Cedric. I know. (laughs) Which Cedric isn't a cast member, really. Yeah. But you can tell that that's his best friend. Yeah. So it's just, I'm like, that's weird. Maybe they just did that because Talon's in the season and he doesn't really fit in anywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure. So Kristen says that Talon really grew up this year and that she really noticed, but so did Alex's best friend, 
Taylor. Kristen says that Taylor may look nice and innocent, but she's not buying it. She says, as long as those two stay out of my life, we'll be okay. Right. Like, that will happen. So it's there's a different frenemy this year, and it's Kristen and Alex and Alex and Taylor instead of Morgan and Christina and Lauren and Lowe. <laughs> so super interesting yeah. and a little bit more catty, I think. I think the other girls from season one were very... It was like low key bitchy. Right. And this is just outwardly, we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen then segues into whatever happened to Lauren or LC, as her friends call her. <laughs> Kristen says that Lauren spent exactly one semester in San Francisco with Steven before bailing. We then get a scene of Lauren and Steven talking and Lauren telling him she's going to leave San Francisco and that she gave it a chance, but it just didn't work. Steven tells her that it's weak. <laughs> I hated that he said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's like genuinely pouring her heart yeah. out to you and telling her that it's like just not going to work. And he's like, it's weird. <laughs> it's also like the guy that she likes the most mm-hmm. yeah. telling her that, which is like soul crushing. So yeah. <laughs> and they make it such a big deal that she's leaving, but like people do this all the time. Oh yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> sometimes yes. it just common. isn't what you wanted and it's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like they make it such a big deal. Like she's so lame for leaving, whatever. She's super happy with her clothing line. She also went back to a beautiful new home. Right. Exactly. So I'm like, I would want to go back too. I know. <laughs> yeah. Kristen says that she called it the day that Lauren left and that Lauren thought it was her chance to finally get Steven. But Kristen says, yeah, right. I guess things didn't end up happily ever after. I mean, how could they? Steven called me almost every day, which I totally believe. (laughs) Kristen says, as for her, she was having the time of her life, but the seniors are coming home for Christmas break and she has to tell Steven that she moved on. She says she feels bad, but she isn't going to let anyone ruin her senior year. So right off the bat, the new season with Kristen is at the helm is like so fire. Like it's so good. It's so good. I, it's so good. She's just slinging out hate left and right, dissing everyone. <laughs> it's so funny how MTV totally 180'd with this season and just let Kristen come out with her bad girl side versus Lauren's sweet good girl act. Like yeah. they were really just like, Kristen, be all that you can be. Be the bitch. The bitch yep. is back. <laughs> and she leans so hard into it. Like, yeah. The way that she talks and the way that she, like, it, what's in her tone, it's just like, ugh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so unabashedly mean, girl. And I just, I honestly, I think it's because she owns it that I like it so much. Like, if she had been, like, I'm not really a bitch, but she, like, is like, yeah, I'm a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she doesn't care about it. I think it also works because as you're watching, she's not like an overall mean person. No. Right. Like she's bitchy in the way that she like stands up for herself. She's super confident. She like sticks up for her friends, but she's not a rude and like mean person right. overall. So I feel like that works for her. Yeah. She does have her like sweet moments that they do showcase. Mm-hmm. So she is a, a lot easier to like as an adult though. Yeah. I feel. Cause but back, now. Like, yeah, oh, I'm, like watching I'm it now. envious of her confidence and, like, her self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And, but mm-hmm. back then, I was just, like, I kept thinking of it in terms of, like, if she was a mean girl at my school, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't like her. Like, right. I want to be friends uh-huh. with Lauren. <laughs> That's because you watched season one first. Yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. I watched season two, and I, I got to say, like, I was floored by her confidence. Like, 
right off the bat. So that was totally the difference. Yeah, definitely. It's so interesting that you watched season two first. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, I can't imagine because yeah. I just already had this like cemented image of like who yeah. everybody was. But I will say, I do really like this season. It is it's absolute so fire. It has it's so much, best. and they were really giving it to us. <laughs> okay, how heartbroken were you though coming into the season to see that Stephen and Kristen really didn't make it? Because mm-hmm. when we left season one, it really looked like they were so in love. I know they didn't say that they were going to stay together, but like they were just so cute at the end of season one and now coming back Kristen's literally like he's a piece of shit like mm-hmm. I don't even like him I think you can guess what I'm gonna say here and I was absolutely heartbroken zero <laughs> zero amount <laughs> was I heartbroken you were heartbroken that he and Lauren did get together correct I, I thought they were like in love in San Francisco and like oh, their own yeah little I track. I wish they did actually get together in San Francisco. That would have been the cutest love story. <laughs> so cute, right? I mean, Lauren deserves better, but so cute. So cute. <laughs> so then the theme song plays, and it's essentially the same from season one, except we've got our new characters thrown in, and it's our classic Hilary Duff coming clean. Not much to say here, except that I used to think that Jessica looked so pretty in the um, theme, and now I'm just like, it's really not like she's just a normal looking girl. Like she's, <laughs> but I just really liked her for some reason. <laughs> Jessica is super pretty. She is but pretty. She is, yeah. but like she's it's not. So she's not like you know. It's not Beyonce. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I was just like, oh, she's so pretty. I wish I looked like her. Like, it's fine. She's normal, but. <laughs> So the first scene we get is Kristen, Alex, and Jessica at the pool. And Kristen gets out of the pool and exclaims, that was such a good swim. And I'm like, okay, that was, that was scripted. <laughs> yeah. Before sitting with Alex and Jessica and asking, what are you guys talking about? Jessica says they're talking about how much better it is now that they're seniors and not juniors anymore. <laughs> I'm like, who sits around and talks about that? <laughs> Which on the Back to the Beach podcast, Kristen said this was totally set up because yeah, yeah. no one sits around talking about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> Kristen says it feels like they were just freshmen and Jessica says she remembers freshman orientation, what she wore, being nervous and getting a tour. And then Alex teases her and says, you got a tour? A dork. <laughs> and honestly okay so jessica is really my favorite watching this when i was younger and it's because she reminds me of myself like i was honestly this person like i was the dorky one and the one who was like always falling for like stupid boys and like mm-hmm. you know like I, this was me and like alex and kristen teasing her i get like what's the word flashbacks flashbacks but like like trauma yeah (laughs) you know like comes back to me I'm like oh god yeah so she's so sweet and naive and innocent and I I think I could really relate to that back then and the group dynamic of these three reminds me of the dynamics that I had with my specific group of three (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was my best friend Kelsey and my other best friend Ariel and I and like I was definitely the Jessica of the group just I was so um and it's why I liked her so much but yeah I I really felt I was like oh poor Jessica like (laughs) like just getting teased So Jessica then admits that she was a dork and Kristen replies, yeah, you were, (laughs) with Jessica agreeing that she still is. Alex says, as a senior, you mature a lot, like with drama and gossip, you just don't care anymore. And I feel like the more people say this, the more untrue it usually is. Mm-hmm. like you definitely still care that's why oh, you're yeah. talking about how you don't care Kirsten says that she loves not caring and then comments that it's so nice out for December 
on I Really Miss California. Kristen <laughs> says Christmas is in two weeks and all the people who graduated last year are coming back for break. And Alex says it's going to be weird. And Kristen says it's going to be really weird to see Steven. Alex asks, what did Steven say when you told him you wanted to see other people? And Kristen just says he was pissed. <laughs> Then we get a nice transition scene into San Francisco with Steven still at university, and we see him waking up and then on campus with his roommate, Ryan. Ryan asks him what he's looking forward to about going home, and Steven says, just the beach, my own bed, and privacy. His friend counters, and the girls? Steven says, no girls, and Ryan asks how things are going to be between him and Kristen, to which Steven replies, I don't know, as he waits for the bus, or the muni, as it's called in San Francisco. I've been on that bus thousands of times very drunk oh. and <laughs> it's really funny to watch this scene because I've, I've literally been exactly where they're standing a hundred times because my best friend went to school there and it's just it's really cool to see I'm like oh yeah God. like I was there it's you were there that's now. awesome yeah <laughs> this is another um producer uh setup scene Steven said on the pod and watching this back I'm like you know this roommate literally walked him to the bus stop waited for him to get on the bus and then went yeah. home I'm like yeah people don't roommates do that don't especially college, guys and yeah. they don't ask each other about their feelings like this yeah. is not how it is his exactly. roommate seemed to care like zero yeah about <laughs> him going home. like he's like I'll see like, you in like a, a couple weeks dude yeah he's <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, not. Nah, this is whatever. I also thought it was kind of a burn on the roommate when he said he was looking forward to his, like, own bed and privacy. Like, meaning, like, the roommate's, like, you know, he doesn't have privacy because of that roommate. In his space. Yeah. Seeing as we never see this roommate ever again, they yeah. probably weren't very close. Exactly. <laughs> and MTV was like, dude, can you just do us this solid Yeah. Steven has no friends here? Like, they probably, you know? like, gave him $100 or something. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> So then we see Lauren leaving the Academy of Art and catching a cab. And from there, we transition to Bard College to see Trey packing up for the holidays and then skateboarding away in classic Trey fashion. And then we see Lo in her cute little wedges trying to put her luggage into her car all by herself. <laughs> and I love it because they totally paint her as this cute little princess, like Lo, like with her wedges and her big luggage that she can't like. It's so cute. I love those shoes. Those were so cute. They're so cute. She looked really cute. She like did. the way she had her hair and she everything. Really she did look really cute. Then we see Morgan packing up her car to go home and we get a montage of everyone traveling home while the song plays in the background. And I just caught the lyric, come back home to California, which I thought was really funny. This whole episode has really good music in it, by the way. There were a lot of songs that I recognized. Yeah, it does. So the next scene we get is Morin in our familiar family home that we're all jealous of. And she's unpacking from school and Lo rings the doorbell. And Lauren runs up and gives her a huge hug and Lo tells her she looks so pretty and asks her if she's happy to be home. And Lauren says yes. And Lo says she's happy to be home too. And then Lo asks Lauren how San Francisco was and if she's back for good. Lauren says she is back for good and she's almost finished unpacking. And Lo tells Lauren that she's so excited for her Christmas party tomorrow and that everyone is coming. And I thought this was super cute because Lo and Lauren's friendship is always super cute. Did you catch though? She goes, Lo says, yay, we get to hang out before I have to go back to school. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, that's low-key kind of a diss, knowing that Lauren isn't going back to school and yeah. that she's going to be stuck in Laguna. So I'm like, that's true. there is Lo going on with her passive-aggressive But everybody kind of says that to her. I feel like they all think she's so lame for going home. And I'm like, <sighs> totally. there are so many people that take a year off before they go and do what they're going to do. Yeah, like, There's totally. so many people that do that. And she had this amazing house. 
her parents were happy to have her. Life really worked out for yes. her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fine. She was fine. Like everybody is so judgmental. See, I don't care that everyone else said it, but like coming from low, I feel like yeah. that's rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your best friend. Yeah. yeah. Like just your best friend. Yep. Like, but I don't think she meant it like that. It didn't sound like she meant it like that. It sounded like she really didn't want to go back to school and she was like a little jealous kind of. A little insensitive. I'll say that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like definitely yeah. read the room. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we get a scene of Steven in a cab heading home and we get one of MTV's favorite things to do, which is a montage of Steven looking sad juxtaposed with clips from season one of him and Kristen and we get an obviously fake scene of Steven listening to a message from Kristen and it just says Steven hey it's Kristen I just wanted to tell you this before you heard it from anyone else I've been seeing this guy Matt so why don't we just talk when you're in Laguna I just have to say it's so funny about Steven in the car I went back and listened to on back to the beach and he said that MTV specifically asked him not to have any family members pick him up from the airport because they wanted to get footage of him riding home alone in a car looking sad. Hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that was pretty interesting to hear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't listen to season two of the podcast. So I'm this, I'm getting all this information from you guys. And it's really <laughs> cracking me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Kristen asked him, like, why didn't your family come pick you up? And that's when he was like, well, MTV said this. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. Wow. Totally setting him up. Yep. No wonder Steven's so freaking bitter. That's true, yeah. <laughs> like, they love doing that to him, though. Putting him looking sad and then showing, like, clips of girls or, like, whoever. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's their favorite the thing to do. Backs, it's, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. I was just like, this is so awkward. <laughs> He's probably thinking about how hungry he is or something. Yeah, exactly. Or he's like tired from the flight or something. Yeah. (laughs) So bizarre. So when Steven gets home, he pets his cat. And I just thought that was really cute because he's coming home to his like animals. And I just thought that was sweet. And the next scene is Kristen and Jessica. And Jessica asks Kristen when Steven gets into town. Kristen says that he gets in town today, but that she hasn't talked to him in over a week. And Jessica seems really shocked by this and is like, really? Jessica asks how it went the last time they talked, and Kristen says, fine, we just haven't really talked, but it's better that they haven't talked as much. And then Kristen gets a phone call, and it's surprise from Steven. She whispers to Jessica who it is, and Jessica mouths back excited, like, stop. Like, she's so, like, surprised that Steven's <laughs> calling her in the middle of this conversation. And Kristen and Steven decide to meet up at Oak Street Lookout. Steven says he's almost finished unpacking and then he can meet her. But Kristen says, well, can you do it later? Because I have to go to the mall. <laughs> so fucking rude. I cannot believe that. <laughs> I know. I'm like, the um, mall. Yeah. Like, it's just unnecessarily rude. Yeah. Um, yeah. And poor Steven. He's just like, I um, like, I guess. Like, I'll stop what I'm doing <laughs> because you have to go to the mall. And y'all know I'm never on Steven's side, but I definitely was in this scene. I was like, that's a little much. Like, even for being your ex-girlfriend, like, come on, Kristen. That should have told him everything he needed to know about how that meeting was going to go. <laughs> like, that reaction. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, they meet up. And Kristen walks up to Steven and he hugs her and says, what's up, bud? How are you doing? And I'm like, and can you be more awkward, Steven? He should have just, like, given her a noogie on the head. Yes. Right? <laughs> Topped it off. Bud? Yeah. <laughs> Kristen says, good, how are you? And Steven says, good, what's up? Kristen says, so what are you doing for Christmas? And Steven tells her he's hanging out with his family, and then he asks her what she's doing. 
and Kristen says that she's sitting at home. And then she tells Stephen to cheer up. They then start playfully hitting each other, and it's the most <laughs> awkward, so awkward situation I've ever seen. Like, it's just so painfully awkward. Like, I was cringing <laughs> watching it. I'm just like, they don't know what, like, how to talk to each other. It's so bad. Yeah. So then Steven says, why cheer up? I'm fine. You cheer up. And Kristen says she's fine and that he's being weird. He says he isn't being weird. And then there's this big, awkward silence. <laughs> and Steven breaks it with, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kristen asks him what the hell his problem is and then asks if he's still mad at her. And at first, Steven replies, what? And Kristen repeats herself. Steven says, dude, nothing is wrong with me. And Kristen again tells him to cheer up. Steven says, sorry, I'm not. And he kind of trails off, but Kristen hears it and asks, sorry, you're not what? Steven then says, am I supposed to be really happy to see you or something? Uh, <laughs> burn! <yeah. laughs> oh, it just gets Why? worse and worse. <laughs> I know. But I love that Kristen doesn't let him out of that. Right. He starts to say it, and then he's like, no, I'm not going to say it. And then she's like, no, what? Like, she wants she to knows, know. Yeah. <laughs> and ouch but i know why he says it this whole situation definitely sucks for him i understand him the most in this scene Mm -hmm. like he really is still in love with her and she is just like sorry yeah (laughs) like you know like and it hurts it hurts i felt like he was expecting her to be really excited to see him and then when that didn't happen he was just like walls up (laughs) yeah yeah so Kristen is visibly annoyed by that statement And she lets out a really annoyed huff of breath and makes a face before saying, uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. And Steven (laughs) says, dude, I'm good. (laughs) Kristen says something indistinguishable. And I don't know if you could hear her, but I reminded it like several times and couldn't understand what she said. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I really want to know, but I couldn't understand her. And Steven asks her what? And she says nothing. Which makes me want to know what she said even more. Yeah. <laughs> and then the two of them stare off into the distance, refusing to look at each other, both clearly annoyed and angry, while Simple Plan starts playing in the background. <laughs> and Kristen finally says, all right, well, and Stephen asks her what she's doing. She says, I guess I'm going to go because there's no point in staying here before walking away as Stephen sits down. That Simple Plan song was like the perfect, so perfect. song to accompany the scene. <laughs> yes. If we lost it all. Yes. It was so perfect. And the way that they were standing on the rocks, they were like looking in different directions and the camera just caught them at like the perfect time. It was just mm-hmm. so, such a contrast to where they were at the end of season one. This yes. scene is reality television gold. They caught <laughs> yes. the awkwardness of a teenage breakup. And yeah. it was so perfect. They were both so, like, Stephen was really hurt. And Kristen was, like, trying to hide her insecurities. And it's just, like, you can see it all on display. And mm-hmm. it is, like, it's just beautiful. Like, I'm sure the producers were, like, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. This is perfect. <laughs> I really do feel for Stephen in this scene. And I think if Stephen had the ability to act like nothing was wrong and everything was all good, it would have gone in his favor Mm -hmm. because Kristen does not like it when he's not super into her. And I think if he had been able to play that off well, I feel like she would have been excited to see him and all her feelings would have come back. I feel bad for him, but 
we don't know how much he was calling her this whole time when he was off in college. Cause like, imagine you're like moved on and you're in a new relationship and your ex-boyfriend just keeps like hounding you, calling your friends, asking about you. I can imagine like how annoyed Kristen would be at that too, but we don't know. Like we don't know how intense he was with that. Yeah. I think he just made himself look insecure and pathetic in her eyes. And she totally, totally, she was just totally over it. But I do think it would have gone differently if Steven have been able to play it off better but he just was so hurt and so still in love he tried this was his version he tried but he (laughs) did not succeed so Kristen gets into her car and calls who I'm assuming is Alex but could be Jessica I don't know she tells her that she's coming to get her right now and that Steven is a fucking idiot she says he's so immature and that he can't even hang out with her and that he can't handle the fact that she moved on she then proclaims that she hates boys she says that they are immature and stupid she mentioned this on Back to the Beach as well and said that that scene specifically was the most real moment like she felt like she had on the show because she didn't realize they were filming her at first when she got into the car and then she got on the phone yeah and then when she realized oh there's a camera on me she was like I just kept going with the conversation so yeah it felt very real and I agreed with her Mm -hmm. about hating boys yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I get why like I would have felt that way too having had the interaction that she just had but again, I, I don't know. I'm really sympathetic towards Steven in this scene. I, I felt just, bad he's, for him. He's so obviously in love with her. You feel bad because she was so bitchy. Like, yeah. it was her attitude yes. that, that and made you feel bad for him. And like, why are you being weird? Like, you know why he's being weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, stop it. Yeah. Like, be a little bit sensitive to the fact that, like, he's heartbroken over you. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. she also doesn't owe him anything. So, like. That's true. What the hell am I saying? She doesn't owe him anything. She didn't even have to meet with him. So, honestly, I don't know. I don't know who said I'm on. <laughs> So the next scene is Jessica, Alex, and Kristen, and they're out shopping, and they run into Morgan, and Morgan tells them that that she's been dating a lot lately. Kristen tells her she's also dating and tells her about Matt that she met up at USC. Morgan is all excited. She says, cute, college boy. And Kristen says he's such a gentleman, and he's such a nice guy that we never meet. (laughs) And do you guys know who this is? It's Matt Leonard. And every time they say his last name, it's, like, bleeped out on the show, or they, like, mute it so you never find out his last name. But he's a NFL player. Like, he's a quarterback. And I got to look up which team he actually played for. But, like, yeah, he went on to be in the NFL. So Kristen, a freaking senior in high school, dated, like, a quarterback in – who was a I freshman know. in university. I was kind of like, like crazy. Oh my God. I wouldn't have had the confidence to date a college boy. Oh, I wouldn't even be able to talk to people <laughs> in college. I would be like, no. oh my God, you're so much older than me. Oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> you would spend the whole time at the party being like, oh my God, I'm at a college party. Yeah. Like, oh my God. You don't live at home with your parents. Like, you know? <laughs> Good for her, man. Bad bitch. <laughs> So Morgan says it's because he's in college and those high school boys, mm-mm, she says. <laughs> and Morgan asks Kristen if that means no more Steven. And Kristen says, no more Steven. And it honestly made me kind of sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Morgan asks if she's totally over it. And Kristen says, yes, it's just time to move on. While Jessica claps excitedly in the background. <laughs> Like, oh, Jessica, just stop. <laughs> Kristen says she wants to do her own thing and Steven needs to do his. And then Matt calls Kristen and she steps away to take the call. So Morgan leaves the store and Jessica tells Alex to make her stop lusting after Jason. Alex says, if you're aware that you're obsessed with him, then why don't you, like, stop it? 
<laughs> Again, I feel like they're such bullies to Jessica. Like, she's in love, leave her be. And, like, I get it. It's annoying when your friend They're like, just will teasing not. her. Yeah. Right. But I get it when it's annoying that your friend will not stop talking about their boyfriend. But, like, they're kind of not nice about it. Like, the way Alex said it was kind of aggressive. I mean, I again, I get it. In high school, when your friend gets a boyfriend and they're so annoying about it, you're like, please, like, shut up. We're yeah, just, like, trying yeah. to have a good time. But at the same time, I just, I feel for Jessica because I was totally like that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, if I had a boyfriend, it was rare and it was exciting. <laughs> so I feel you, Jessica. You be in love and you talk about Jason all you want. It's not going to last that long anyway. <laughs> I love this trio, though, because, like, even within this group, so Kristen has her drama with Steven and Jessica has her own storyline with Jason and Alex later and like there's just so much drama with these three girls and like Alex H is a supportive friend so I just I love these three like MTV hit gold with this group of friends I do think they're a little mean to Jessica but I I get it I don't I don't I think they're just (laughs) being funny (laughs) so Jessica says that she can't she's tried and it just doesn't work and Kristen walks over and asks what they're talking about and Jessica says what do you think while Alex says Jason at the same time. Kristen says, how did I know before suggesting going to surf and sports? <laughs> they like really don't care. They're like, we're done with Jason. Yeah. <laughs> As the girls walk out of the store, they actually spot Jason and Tyler in a car. And Kristen says, look, there's your boyfriend. And Jessica sprints towards the car, which that was super cute. <laughs> Kristen calls out to them that they're dorks while Jessica leans into the car and talks to Jason. Jason tells Jessica to call him when she's done. And she says, bye, darling. And he says, <laughs> he says, bye, baby. Before they, <laughs> before they kiss and Kristen calls for her to come to the car. Their adult pet names for each other, like, make me want to hit someone. Like, oh, yeah. It's so, it's so strange. Oh. Like, bye, darling. <laughs> honey. Like, oof. I had an ex that called me honey a lot, and I was like, we're not 40. Yeah. Like, like it's, No. We're not 40. <laughs> like, don't call me that. It's so weird. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was sweet. He, It wasn't like, I mean, I'd let him do it, but it was just like, really, honey? <laughs> That's what you're going to go with? Like, I don't know. <laughs> But when Jessica gets in Kristen's car, she's like, he's so cute. And (laughs) it's just really sweet how into him she is. And, like, it's very cute. It's very puppy love. And it's just very cute. She's very attracted to him, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's super cute. I want to be careful because I don't want to offend young Candace. But, like, I see this and I'm like, Jessica is literally so annoying. I feel the same (laughs) way. (laughs) I've always been so annoyed by Jessica. We're here being silent. We're like, oh, my God, we don't want to say it now that Candace is offending I'm like, no, no, I've never You're not offending me. I get it. I probably was so annoying. Um, And I always really liked her. And everyone always thought she was annoying, right? Like, that was, like, I'm used to that. It's like she couldn't talk about anything else that wasn't Jason. And she was always so insecure about the relationship, too. Like, it was always just, is he cheating on me? So. Yes. But, like, don't you feel bad for her? No, you just hate her. I mean, if he's cheating on you, you should probably break up with him instead of constantly talking about right, him cheating she on you. Right, she has such yeah, exactly. self-esteem that she, like, couldn't even picture leaving him. Right. And- but after a certain point, you just, like, can't feel bad anymore because you're just mm-hmm. so annoyed that that person but, isn't okay, out of that let situation. Let me put this into perspective for you <laughs> because I feel like I know her. So she probably felt like 
he is the hottest guy that she is ever going to get. And she can't believe that he even looked her way. Okay. And maybe he is cheating on her, but she doesn't want to know that. She doesn't want to think that. (laughs) She can't break up with him because he's the hottest guy she's ever going to (laughs) have. You know, like, I'm sure she's grown as a person now. And like, obviously, I have grown as a person now. And this is not the way that I think today. But back then, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can see how that would be true, but it doesn't make it any more okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was cheated on in high school. And I was like, I knew, but I didn't want you to didn't know. want to know. No. Yeah. And so you kind of ignore it until you can't anymore. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, I have to be done because, you know, you always tell yourself, no, that's that's my final straw. If mm-hmm. he ever cheats on me, it's over. Yeah. But then you're in love. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? there. yeah. And you're like, maybe he's not cheating on me. Maybe I'm just crazy, but you're not crazy, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> 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 that's why you have to have these other friends telling exactly truth. you guys yeah. are right so you know jason being such a piece of shit i kind of am like okay that's why they're so aggressive about it mm-hmm. because yeah. they know Everyone that jason is a piece it, of shit except for her yeah i guess if she had had a good boyfriend i'd be like that's way meaner but because he's a right. shitty boyfriend maybe they are just and he wasn't to trying to hide it like everybody exactly knew. right yep so okay fine you guys win (laughs) (laughs) the next scene we get is steven and dieter and dieter tells steven that he thinks elsie is going to have a rough couple months in laguna and steven says dude i feel sorry for her and i'm like don't worry steven you don't have to she's thriving okay thanks bye (laughs) um (laughs) like really pissed me off He says he doesn't want her to stick around here, and Dieter says that he'd go crazy. Steven asks him what he's doing, and he says he's meeting up with Jessica for the first time since he's been back, and that it should be fun. He says it's done, and there's nothing there, but he loves the chick, so he's confused. (laughs) I know. Dieter is so cute. (laughs) Did you guys notice how full his eyebrows looked here compared to how thin they were? Yeah. I I could not stop staring at them. Maybe he saw himself on camera and was like, I have to do something about this. Yeah. He's like, I got to stop plucking my eyebrows and let them grow out. <laughs> they look so much better, though. Yeah. So Stephen asks what's going on with her and Jason, and Dieter says he is the male equivalent of Jessica and that he's a no-win situation, and that's how Jessica is. Okay. <laughs> it's weird because Dieter, like, hates and loves Jessica at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I feel like she played some games with him because he's, like – a little for bitter. him to say that Jessica was the equivalent of Jason, that means like Jessica heavily cheated on yeah, him she or must is have implying that she did that. So yeah, he yeah. he was the Jessica in this relationship. Right. In that respect, Jessica is not like me at all. I've never <laughs> Okay, um, good. <laughs> justice for young Candace. Yeah, justice for young Candace. She was a little insecure and a little annoying, but she never cheated on anybody. <laughs> Just put that right there on the line. So, of course, the next scene we get is Jessica and Dieter, and Jessica's waiting for Dieter, and she's leaving him a voicemail because he's clearly taking too long, and she's like, answer your phone. Where are you? Hurry the fuck up, please. (laughs) (laughs) And when he shows up wearing an I Heart Girl Scouting (laughs) t-shirt, Jessica says, thanks for being so prompt and courteous and studious and responsible. 
She is really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's so annoying. Yeah. She's like a forty-year-old mom, naggy mom. Right? You know, I, I read that and I'm like, okay, you guys are right. She is really. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite that bad. I don't think. I don't know. I'll have to ask Kelsey. <laughs> it's annoying, but I also love how passive aggressive she is. Like, yeah, it's so funny to watch. And I've totally done that to my boyfriend. So <laughs> I mean, who hasn't, right? Yeah. And she just keeps going on with this, so prompt and courteous and studious and responsible. Yeah. <laughs> so they hug, and Dieter says it's three o'clock, and she says it's three fifteen. You should change your clock. <laughs> Dieter then jokes and says, how are the kids? And Jessica deadpans him and he says, I'm just joking. Smile. (laughs) (laughs) She then gives him a big, fake, cheesy smile before asking, how have you been? Dieter says, how have I been? I've been great. How about you? And Jessica says, absolutely wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) It's like, I don't know what's worse. This conversation or Steven and Kristen. (laughs) I felt like Jessica was trying to channel like Kristen's energy. Yeah, but she's not good at it. She's not. She's not good at it. (laughs) So Dieter asks, how's your boyfriend treating you? And Jessica replies, fine. And Dieter says, that's good to hear. And that he was just wondering. And Jessica asks him if he has a girlfriend. And he says, what? No, hell no. And shakes his head. And Jessica asks him why not. And he says, it's definitely the last thing that he wants. Jessica apologizes. And Dieter asks her why she's apologizing. He then says he just wants to be chill with her. And Jessica says that they are. Dieter says he doesn't know. And it's weird that Jason doesn't let her talk to him from what he hears. And that it's all a joke. And Jessica says that it's not that Jason won't let her talk to him. It's just it's a common respect thing. And Dieter says... After what we were, we shouldn't be like this, which makes me feel really bad for him (laughs) because he genuinely just loves and cares about her and Mm -hmm. wants to be able to be her friend. And she's Mm -hmm. like, she's probably one of those really annoying girls who's like, I can't talk to you because I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, he said that Jason wouldn't let her talk to him. So Jason's Mm. also being like controlling on his. But I don't, I feel like it's not Jason. I feel like Jason would not give a shit and that it's Jessica (laughs) making it a bigger deal than it is. Like, Jason probably never said to her, don't talk to Dieter. And she was just like, out of respect for Jason, <laughs> like, I'm not going to talk to any boys. I love him so much. Like, I just feel like that's what happened. I can see that. Yeah. But Jason was such a shitty boyfriend that I feel yeah. like that could have I mean, been he could have. He totally yeah. could have yeah. been like, what the fuck, you're talking to Dieter. Like, totally. Right. I yeah. can see that, too. But I just yeah. have a feeling. She would totally play that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, or maybe he was just like, oh, you talked to Dieter? And she was like, not anymore. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> Why are you mad? Yeah. He's like, no, I was just asking, you know? <laughs> How is he doing at college? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jessica says that Dieter has admitted before that he makes it like this. And Dieter says he doesn't want Jason to think that he's still involved in it or cares. But if he hears that he's fucking someone else, he's going to get pissed and he's going to call Jessica because he still cares about her. I love Dieter. (laughs) I do. It was probably this scene that made me love him so much, but he's just so sweet and genuinely Mm -hmm. just loves her and wants to be her friend. And he's still obviously hurt a little bit from the breakup and it's just sweet. Yeah. It didn't feel like he had any bad intentions with that conversation. Like he seriously was just trying to look out for her. She obviously didn't take it that way. He's super hot, so. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Also, why is she wearing her sweater over her shoulders like that? She literally looks like a 35-year-old J. Crew model. 
Yes. Yeah. Like, okay, Glasses. model is very uh, generous. <laughs> yeah. Candace. <laughs> she has like her little glasses, yeah, her, glasses. her hair in a yeah. bun <laughs> with that Argyle like sweater over her. No, I put like 40 year old minivan mom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And like, who told you that that sweater look was it? Because it is not. <laughs> Love you, Jess. Yes. Damn, girl. Your style <laughs> She always dresses very preppy, but I just, that was a little much for me. Yeah. Yeah. Jason and Cedric are at the batting cages, and Cedric asks him how he and Jessica are doing and if they're getting along. And he says they do get along pretty good. And Cedric asks if he's got a crush on Alex. Jason laughs and asks him, what makes him say that? Cedric says that he heard rumors from Casey, and Jason asks what she said, and he says that Casey said that they are hookup buddies. Jason says, I haven't fucked Alex. <laughs> Did he Which say is- that? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Which I thought was so crass. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, whenever they bleep stuff out, I rewind it like a hundred times just to make sure that I know exactly <laughs> what they're saying. But he definitely said, I haven't fucked Alex. Oh my god. Uh, and then asks Cedric what he thinks about Alex, and Cedric says she's kind of wild. Jason says she's not wild, but he heard she's kind of kinky. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. It was such a gross conversation. It was. Yeah. And it seems like they were like 40-year-old men and not high school yeah, seniors. Yeah, talks like this in yeah. high school. Yeah. So weird. And it made me super uncomfortable. Jason shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be talking about other girls like this when he has a girlfriend. And the transition was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm wondering if MTV was a little bit behind this particular conversation because it was so adult. No, I feel like like guys like that, like who brag about sex and like who they mm-hmm. dated and stuff like that, like talk they like talk this. about it. Yeah, yeah. His immediate like, I haven't fucked Alex. Well, like, yeah. I was just like, oh my god. It was like when <laughs> Alex was brought up, I felt like Jason perked up. Like I felt like he didn't want to talk about Jessica, and then when he's brought up Alex, yeah. he was like, oh, like what have you heard? Oh. You know, it was just so. Icky. I don't think he ever really like liked Alex. I think he genuinely liked Jessica, mm-hmm. but I think he just wanted to sleep with Alex. Like, yeah, like no Alex <laughs> hate at all. I think he was like really sexually attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like really awkward and weird because he's supposed to be in high school, and it was just like, what am I watching? Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was awkward. And then of course we get a scene of Alex and Taylor at the mall. And Alex and Taylor walk into Dior and buy $607 Dior sandals that I'm instantly jealous of. And Taylor comments, does Jessica Simpson have those? And I'm pretty sure she did because I had an obsession with Jessica Simpson and she wore shoes exactly like that. (laughs) I don't know if they were Dior, but they looked like that. And they're really cute. This scene also called me poor in so many ways because Mm -hmm. they're in freaking high school. And even at this age, I have not spent over $600 for like a pair of heels. (laughs) Never Never heels. Because I would never wear those like, you know, as often as like boots or sneakers or whatever. But I would never spend that much. I'm lucky if I have $607 on me at one time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so like, let's be real. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even spend that much for my wedding dress. So, yeah, yeah. it's like, there's no way. It's like, yeah. Although I feel like the scene was a little put on because, like, if you're used to spending that money, you don't say it out loud. And so they totally saved up their, like, paycheck and went to the store. Oh, yeah. 
and by now everybody like knows what the show is so they're yeah, like yeah. you know trying to it's play it off. Off. gotta be rich yep. yeah from Laguna Beach so yeah. as they walk into another store which I don't know how because after $607 I'm broke <laughs> so <laughs> they walk into another store and Taylor asks so if Jason wasn't with Jessica would you hook up with him so random <laughs> Alex says I don't know but she thinks that Jason's really cute and she says she'd probably just kiss him or something but he's off limits and Taylor comments that they never know if that will last they were trying very hard to make Alex seem like an SLUT but it doesn't really work because Alex isn't really playing into it she's like I'll just kiss him or something and I think she did that on purpose because season one was so notorious for hookups right mm. She didn't want to seem like she was trying to have sex with somebody's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then she does. Yeah. <laughs> the next scene is Jason and Jessica at Pomodoro's. Jessica starts to put her hair up and Jason tells her not to. And it makes me want to puke. Ew. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, ew, put it up. <laughs> Which then is like, he is like that controlling yeah. boyfriend that we were talking about yep. before. Ew. He asked Jessica what time she has to be home tonight, and Jessica asks him, why don't you just sleep at my house? And I'm like, again, how old are you people? Seriously, <laughs> where are their parents? Do they not have parents? Yeah. yeah. And Jason's like, you want to do that? And it's, like, so weird and sexual. And Jessica nods, and then the camera pans down to her rubbing her foot on his leg. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine the producers watching this while they were filming this and just being like super uncomfortable with what's yeah. happening here. <laughs> They're like what, 30, 40 year old like producers watching yeah. these like high school kids. <laughs> They're clearly DTF. Like somebody oh, put yeah. on the fair spray and they are like ready to be out of that <laughs> Also, why do they date like 40 year olds? It's so what do you weird. mean? They're just like, okay, honey. They're like, she's rubbing her foot. Like, I don't like. It's weird. It is weird. Why are they at such a nice Italian restaurant and not at like Wendy's? Right. Yes. <laughs> he's asking him to sleep at her house. They're coming. Yeah. He's coming yeah. Onto him under the table. Jessica's a forty-year-old woman inside. Like that's what's. <laughs> it's very odd. <laughs> so then they smile at each other across the table, and Jessica's like, "Thanks, honey." again with the honey for dinner yeah and then they leave holding hands it was so sexual but also just like so old like an old couple who just went out for dinner (laughs) their whole relationship is so bizarre (laughs) we're gonna let it go though and we get christina's house next and we get to see christina and morgan catching up about college and talking about lo's party and they talk about Kristen and steven and they say how weird it's gonna be now that they aren't together and christina says it sucks because steven really likes her and morgan says but back at Lowe's, it's going to be the same old Stephen wanting Kristen with Lauren following Stephen, just back to high school. And I just have to laugh because Morgan tells Christina that her style totally improved, but Morgan was wearing Bermuda jean shorts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I just have to laugh at that. <laughs> then we get to Lowe's Christmas party and Lo and Lauren are talking about how nice it is to see everyone and as soon as Steven walks into the party Lauren lights up and she hugs him as if they haven't been together in San Francisco this whole time yeah (laughs) Jen Bunny makes an appearance at the party and says this night needs to end and it's only 10 both Lo and Lauren say it does not need to end and Jen Bunny says you guys are not on east coast time apparently and Lauren clearly drunk says 
no, we're on South Coast time. (laughs) (laughs) And the girls correct her saying, you mean West Coast. And Lo taps her on the head and says, whoa, Elsie. (laughs) That scene is so cute. Like, Lauren's clearly just really drunk. And it's really cute. And I love them, honestly. That's the only time I'm like, oh, it's kind of cute with Jen Bunny. Lauren and Steven flirt with Lauren searching for her Christmas present in his shirt pocket, and Stephen refuses to tell her what the present is, and Lauren mouths flirtily that she hates him. Stephen tells her, it's just something to prove that I was thinking about you and that I do love you. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. Lauren says, I know you love me because I love you. And then she hugs him, and I vomit. (laughs) I was so grossed out by all of this because, like, Lauren was, like, flirting so heavily, and Stephen, yeah, he was you know saying some flirty things but she was like her body language and everything made Mm -hmm. me so uncomfortable so Kristen arrives at the party drawing all the attention to herself as usual she ignores Steven and he says oh thanks for the hug and she turns back to hug him and then says shut up (laughs) so awkward it was really entertaining though how when Kristen entered the party a pot fell over like somebody like yeah. broke a pot yeah, and so as a party yeah. as Kristen is walking in we see Lauren like cleaning up dirt and a plant on the ground I thought that was like <laughs> yeah. really perfect yeah <laughs> her Cinderella moment yes yeah <laughs> Lauren and Talon chat and he says that they should hang out while she's in town and she says she will hang out with him because she loves him but she doesn't want to go to high school parties which I don't blame her for and then elsewhere in the party Jen Bunny is talking to Kristen and saying everyone should get out of Laguna at least once in their life and Kristen agrees and says that's why Lauren is a dumbass then she screams dumbass across the party and Jen Bunny laughs this is why I hate her. She's a yep. rat. She's the worst yeah, friend. Totally. Oh, yeah. She's always talking shit. <laughs> like, yeah. she's awful. If somebody yelled dumbass at my best friend, I'd be like, shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> like, like, I don't care how drunk I was. It's not funny. That really made me mad. Yeah. So Gary and Kristen chat and talk about Matt. And I love Gary. He's so excited for her. And Kristen gets a text from Matt and she excitedly answers it with, oh, I'm in love. Steven tries to flirt with Kristen by touching her face, but she is not having it. (laughs) Steven tells Kristen he's so mad and it's so hard to look her in the eye before kissing her forehead. And she tells him, we'll talk later and that she'll call him. Okay, but she was so annoying. I love Kristen. Like, you guys all know that. But, like, her getting that text message and then acting like, oh, Uh look at who texted me. Oh, my God. I'm like, shut up. I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, honestly, he's probably drunk at a party about to, like, have sex with another girl because he's so, oh my God. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be too excited about it, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for Steven because he was, like, trying to have a moment with her, and she's like, stop touching me. Been careless. <laughs> yep. And he tells her, like, he's so mad, and it's, like, hard to look her in the eye, and, like, he's trying to be honest, but she's just, like, whatever, my boyfriend's texting me. She's mm-hmm. just, like, giving him nothing. Like, yeah, nothing yeah, to work with. nothing. So, I think it's over, Steven. <laughs> they have yeah. to let it go. <laughs> so, we know that the season two premiere is super long, so we are deciding to cut it into two parts. So, this will be part one, and we will get part two next week. Thank you for hanging out with us for Millennial TV Season 2. You can follow us on our Instagram at Millennial TV, that's Millennial T-E-A-V, on Instagram and on Reddit. If you have any suggestions for our podcast, you can always send us an email at millennialtv at gmail.com. And please 
don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are Candace, Liz, and Adrian, your millennial TV hosts, and we will see you next week. Millennial.